0: Hi, this is russ hackman coming up next on the wall street sweeper it's christmas weekend and santa has brought us a nice end to 2023 for our portfolios but what's the year ahead going to look like plus we'll talk about some of the biggest mistakes people make in retirement planning it all starts now
1: and now the wall street sweeper with russ hackman
2: Have we been naughty or nice? We're going to talk about the Santa Claus rally and more, much more about retirement planning and uh, sweeping away the clutter in your financial life. Welcome in. It's the Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman, president of Hackman Wealth Partners. Russ and the team helping people in their financial lives in Boston uh, and and four offices around Boston, downtown Wakefield, Hingham and Waltham, whichever is most convenient for you. Uh, Russ, 25 years in the financial arena, early years on Wall Street trading desk. We always open up with Russ uh, talking about the markets, giving us the look at that. We're going to get into that in a second. Russ, don't know if you've been naughty or nice. I'm going to put you in the nice category. Hope Santa does.
0: Well, I appreciate that. Um, I'm not sure about you, Dave, but I'm naughty. Okay, okay, that's fine. (laughs) We won't get into the reasons why this is a family show. That's right. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. In any event, uh, yeah, let's talk about the Santa Claus rally. You know, getting into the end of the year here, we're seeing the markets uh, really kind of top out, driven by speculation about Fed cuts. And We're going to talk about whether those Fed cuts are really coming and whether the market's getting a little too optimistic. But uh, just kind of looking at the numbers, you see that the S&P's up, uh, you know, almost, you know, 24 percent for the year. Uh, We see that the uh, NASDAQ up around 44 percent, you know, crazy. Uh, The S&P equal weight, which excludes those big stocks, is 13 percent. So we have had sort of a broader market rally here towards the end of the year. Bonds kind of flat for the year after a negative last year. So overall, now what I was um, you know, what I also like to talk about is, okay. Well, that's nice to have a great year. Right. I mean, we all we all like that. Yeah. But on the other hand, if I go and I look at what's the performance since the last peak of the market. So the end of 2021, everyone remembers that was a merry Christmas, you know, and and, and holiday season. Mm -hmm. And um, if I look at the markets since then, well, we all know they were lousy last year with the, you know, the S&P down 20 percent. With the Nasdaq, you know, down, um, you know, at some point it was like thirty-seven percent during the year last year, and so with these huge rallies this year, well, guess where we end up? Well, the S and P is about flat for two years, okay? Right, and the right, and the um, uh, Nasdaq up forty-something percent this year. Well, it's still down over a two-year period, so. You know, for those who ever go to a casino, which I do every once in a while, just, you know, with a, not not big money, but just, you know, to be entertained, mm-hmm. um, you know, this kind of feels like the casino, like you get a black, red, black, red. And then, you know, and part of what we talk about this show is how not to get sort of caught up in the casino because it's like, oh, they, you took us on this huge ride and, well, you know, Wall Street's doing just fine because they always do, right? except when they need to be be bailed out and then they still do fine. But that's a, right. that's a story for another day. Uh-huh. Right. And it's sort of like, you know, a lot of what we try to talk about and we'll do in terms of our planning uh, for our listeners and for our clients is, Hey, let's not get swept up in this casino. And, you know, you realize if you made decisions in the middle of the storm last year that, uh, you know, those may have been exactly the wrong decisions. So, um, it's always a good time to make sure that your risk is right. We're going to talk on this show and and Dave, I want to do a better job this year on our New Year's resolutions because mm-hmm. you know how you sort of like if you ever have any personal resolutions you think about them for a couple of weeks and then by the end of the year you're kind of like I kind of forgot what they were. Right. It's whatever. I actually track some of our resolutions in this our financial resolutions. So we're not tracking any sort of dietary resolutions, but You know, resolutions around our portfolio, things that we could all be working on better in terms of our planning, whether you're with us as a client, whether you're just a listener Um, and um, stay keep us on track. Yeah, exactly. And I I, I because there there is one of the things I, I like about what we do is there is a lot of low hanging fruit out there in most people's portfolios and ways to improve your plans that do not hurt that bad right so it's as if you could lose a few pounds and it wasn't hard right so I, I mean I don't uh you know you <laughs> know the, the reason I guess I'm talking about diet is with you know with the new apartment in the north end uh-huh. I've been hitting the Italian food very hard and it's um you know I'm trying to pretend that it's not but' I'm, I'm yeah, you know, I'm avoiding the scale. I'm afraid it's it, it might be starting to show. But so you know, we'll. You're afraid anyway, to look, but you're not. Gonna, you're resolved though, which is good. You know, what I do tell people is, you know, nobody wants a skinny financial advisor, right? He <laughs> looks he looks poor, right? You don't want uh, you want a skinny chef, right? It looks no. like the guy doesn't eat, right? Uh, so, in any event, I'm trying not to to take it too seriously. But you know, we got a lot of talk to-, to talk about ahead. Uh, about the market outlook. We've got some information around common mistakes that I see in retirement planning. Before we get to that, we're gonna offer our first opportunity for folks to save five, who have saved $500,000 or more. Give us a call, come in for a second opinion. Our calendar uh, is starting to fill up in January, so grab your spot. Next five calls that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement.
2: No cost, no obligation. 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. Coming up, Hackman Wealth Senior Vice President and Partner Claire Hare. so close to Christmas and so close to the end of the year. And that's what we're going to talk about with Clear Hair. Clear Hair is senior vice president and partner with the firm Hackman Wealth Partners and a regular here on the Wall Street Sweeper. I'm Dave Perkins. Clear. We are getting very close to the end of the calendar year. We're actually going to look at some things that we need to consider Uh, And time is running out on that, too, Uh, before the end of the year. um, It it looks like most of these are good uh, tax considerations. But this first one, though, I guess you've still got just a little bit of time to chunk some more money in that 401k.
3: Yes. So, again, end of the year, time to do certain things with your financial accounts. We do send out a letter to our clients, help them determine their requirement of distributions for the year. We're also doing Roth conversions. But, yes, the few reminders that you have to take into stock, you can still contribute to your 401k plan. So those those deposits are typically due by the end of the calendar year. And, again, you can also you have to take your required minimum distributions. So those are the distributions from 401k plans and also traditional IRAs. They have to be taken by December 31st each year after the age of 73. And actually in 2030, that age is going to go up to 75. So make sure you have that on your calendar. Other things you can do is donate your IRA distribution to a charity. So if you're an IRA owner and you're age 73 or older, you can avoid paying income tax on part or all of your required distribution if you directly transfer that IRA withdrawal to a qualifying charity. So an IRA charitable contribution of up to $100,000 can also be used to satisfy that minimum distribution requirement. There's also more time for IRA contributions if it's your first year. While they're generally due by the end of the calendar year, you have until April 15, 2024, to make an IRA contribution that will qualify you for a tax, tax deduction on your 2023 return. So you can contribute to an IRA shortly before filling, filing your taxes to get a nearly immediate reduction in your tax bill. Okay. Also, yep. So that's a great thing. Um, people don't often know that. And there's other things you can do that, you know, try to lessen your taxes. If you have a taxable account, you can look at your unrealized gains and losses before the year ends. So year-end distributions can sometimes pose problems for mutual fund owners. So consider waiting to purchase such a mutual fund until after it distributes its capital gains. Or you could consider instead buying a tax-managed fund or an exchange-traded fund. Um, some other things to think about: you know, pay today for a tax-efficient tomorrow. So consider funding your Roth IRA, as well as you could purchase like some whole life insurance, which has a cash value. Those are described as two gifts of the tax code. And again, we assume the taxes are probably going to be going up, so it's always kind of better to you know pay your taxes now versus waiting. So that's why we encourage a lot of people to try to do those Roth conversions in the early years so you won't be subject to a higher tax if you wait to the later years.
2: Yeah, Uh, I I had mentioned too, I guess that most of this was tax related, but I think 99% of this is uh, even, you know, contributing to your 401k if it's traditional, you by the end of the year to get that uh, 2023 tax consideration.
3: Yes, that's correct. And, you know, there's other things that we, we talk to our clients about, review your beneficiary designations. So families inevitably can change during a year because of marriages, divorce, births, deaths. So make sure that those are reviewed every year to make sure that your current desires about the distribution of your retirement accounts, that your death is correct. Um, and that is true whether or not you have your assets in a trust or you don't have a trust. But it's really important to make sure that those beneficiaries are correct.
2: Yeah, that's kind of a, that's a good time to do it. It's, it reminds me of, you know, they say or suggest uh, changing the batteries in your smoke detector every time you change the clocks, just so you right. don't forget. So this right. is a good time. I mean, you're right. I mean, things could change in the year. And sometimes you're you you you're aware that there was a change in your life, but you may not even think about, oh, did I change the beneficiary designation?
3: Exactly. And another thing that just to, you know, point out, we talked about these, you know, required minimum distributions, and there's often some confusion about like what accounts they come from and people don't clearly understand, like there are ways that you can add together your different pre-tax assets, which you have to be careful that, you know, IRAs are separate from the category of 401 k's. So there are two different types of IRAs that have to be examined for required minimum distributions. And so there are, there is a calculation. You can find it on the IRS website. Uh, we do that for our clients every year but it is kind of critical to make sure that you really understand because there's a lot of nuances involved in doing those cal- calculations.
2: What the required minimum distributions, and you mentioned you, know, you have a, you, if you're needing to take one, you have till the end of the year. Is it best to wait till the end of the year? or Does it matter?
3: Yeah. I mean, basically you can start taking them at any time during the year. It's based on your previous year's year-end balance as of December 31st. So if you're taking them in, for instance, this year in 2023, you're going to look at whatever that balance was at the end of 2022 to determine that. So technically you could take it throughout the year. Usually if it's the very first year, you have up until April to take it of that, you know, Next year. So, you know, a little bit more time, but in general, every year you could be taking it at different times during the year. We like to try to get it done no later than early fall, just because there's other tax considerations that people are paying attention to at the end of the year. So it's nice to sort of have that out of the way and have that taken care of.
2: I know uh, Secure Act 2.0 reduced the penalty for missed RMD from 50 to 25 percent. I've heard even uh, could go as low as 10 percent if it's corrected in a timely manner. But I have heard other people say or predict that the IRS would be more likely to enforce that penalty now that it's been reduced from that very draconian 50.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's a tough one, especially if you have a small account and your RMD is maybe $100. Why do I have to pay this big penalty? And and taxes. Right. So don't Forget about that.
2: Do you keep a calendar for your clients? I'm, I'm assuming you have to, just to, to make sure that they don't miss uh, t- time-sensitive opportunities.
3: Of course, yes. Every client, we have a specific calendar based on that particular client's needs and their particular strategies in effect. So we know exactly what they're invested in any time. We know all the calendar dates when they need to take distributions. We know, you know when they should be scheduling Roth conversions, and that's also a tricky thing to try to calculate because you don't want to bump into a higher tax bracket when you're doing that. So it's almost like a crossword puzzle. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure that you do the right amount each year and make sure that you have them in the right tax bracket, but not to like basically miss any opportunities to lower their future taxes. So yes, each client has a schedule, not only a calendar, but we're very um, careful and very dutiful in terms of always watching what they're invested in and making sure that we're doing our due diligence for them you
2: know, it was so much easier for our grandparents at least it seems like but uh, it's the trade-off is uh, we have a longer retirement now with longevity but I mean yes. you even have to factor that in because that can be a risk you have to exactly. factor that
3: Exactly. You have to have more money to live because we are living longer.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it it, requ- it requires planning. Good planning. Good good planning from a fiduciary firm and you can come into Hackman Wealth, schedule an appointment to see what your strategies could be in retirement. And we open the phones on this show every week to make this available a comprehensive review at no cost and no obligation.
3: Yes, and so anyone that has saved over $500,000 in assets excluding your home or personal residence, please give us a call. We'd be happy to offer you a complimentary consultation at one of our offices, and we'll get you started on the way to financial planning and retirement.
2: 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. To the next five at no cost and no obligation. Coming up, we'll get Russ back in the studio. talk about things to avoid that could potentially sabotage your retirement. Welcome back into the Wall Street Sweeper, Russ Hackman and the team helping you get a clear picture of your financial life. I'm Dave Perkins, uh, Russ Hackman, president of the firm, and there are things, and Russ knows from having years worked with people and especially helping uh, get them and to retirement on track there and keeping them on track there, That there are things that could wreck your retirement. We're going to cover some of those, Russ. Uh, it's going to be a great conversation I know nobody likes the word budget, but that's one of the things if you don't have one.
0: Well, I tell you, I always hated the word budget. Me too. Right? But particularly as, and, I, and I'm not, you know, I'm not necessarily an advocate of like, oh, you know, honey, we can't go out to dinner to the, you know, this on the last Friday of the month because right. we get our dining out budget. Oh, I think no. it's having, it, it's having a sort of a broader perspective on making sure you have the right amount going into your 401ks if you're still working if you you know making sure that um you know you're not running up credit card debts i mean that's one of the worst uh you want to get those down i mean those rates have skyrocketed with interest rates people are sometimes paying 20 percent plus on credit cards so that's you know sometimes 15 whatever anything you know, any anytime you're paying 10, 15, 20 percent interest, you know, that's just that's just not good. So, you know, get you know, get those credit cards down. Now you do have to have some notion, no matter I think almost no matter who you are, it doesn't matter how much money you are you have, at least for the right kind of planning, you need to have some idea of what you want to spend or what your spending's like. Because that's important when you sit down with us or another financial advisor, you look at uh how your money's going to last under certain circumstances, what cash flow you need from certain investments, all of those things are important. So having, you know, and, and, and again, you don't have to do it the excruciating way of, um, you know, how much is my electric bill and how much is my gas bill? And, you know, that's kind of painful. And then, it, you know, you end up missing a lot of things. Like, yeah. what do I spend at Starbucks? But you kind of have some notion of your main expenses and what you pay in your credit cards then you have some notion of what your budget is usually plus some surprise expenses. And, and, you know, it's important to to see yourself socking away money each year, at least in your 401k plan and not running up credit card debts. Right. 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 Other mistakes that we see um, are, unfortunately, uh, we a lot of people get into having, you know, having family come to them for money, particularly if you've, you've done a good job for saving yeah we have big hearts that, but you know. yeah and I get asked that question a lot like Russ what should I do my brother my uncle my you know wh- what should I do and you know, generally <laughs> I'd change your cell phone number <laughs> right. yeah it's tough to it's tough to go off the grid now right yeah so you know, I tell people if you want to help somebody you know with a certain amount it's good to pick an amount uh, and you know, consider it not alone, but kind of a gift. You can tell them if it's alone, if you want, but then tell them, say, Hey, listen, I'm here. I'm glad to help. And this is what I can do, but this is really all I can do. Mm-hmm. And that person at that time will be grateful for the gift, but also they know that if you, if you come back, you're, you're, you're going to say, and you've got to say, listen, um, you know, I, I can't help anymore. Right. I mean, it, it 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 depends who it is. Obviously, it's your parents or something like that. You know, it's 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 tough. I'm not presuming that it's easy. And sometimes you, you know, if it's someone that really take, can't take care of themselves, a lot of us are in that you sandwich know. generation, right? Yeah, you know, supporting so you, kids and parents, right? I mean, it, it happens. So, um, you know, it, it's tough, and we will we advise people. Um, You know, it's one of the things we advise people on in the course of our conversations. Um, You know, we have time for one more. Uh, We were talking about supporting others. Working or retirement, like, you got to be careful about planning to work so long. It's not guaranteed, is it? Here all the time is people losing their jobs in their 60s because you've, you know, let's face it, there is ageism out there. And, of course, it's very hard to get a job. So. You know, that, you know, relying on working too long, long is, a, is a mistake when it comes to if you feel behind in your planning. Uh, again, another opportunity for folks to call in. Come in and, you know, make sure your savings are adequate. Make sure you're set up for the right kind of retirement, whether you're close to or in there. And uh, next five cars that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement.
2: And this is no cost, no obligation to the next five. 617-674-2000 Coming up, continuing with the top list of planning do's and don'ts. helping you get a clear picture of your financial life. It's the Wall Street Sweeper with Russ Hackman sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street. Uh, Merry Christmas and happy holidays to everyone. And we're awaiting the new year and hoping for the best. And we'll talk later about financial resolutions. But let's cover some questions listeners have submitted. And if you want to submit your question to Russ Hackman uh, to be answered on this show, that's easy. HackmanWealth.com. Just click the radio tab. That's at HackmanWealth.com com. Let's start with Meredith. I will be retiring with a generous pension and I've paid into Social Security for 40 years full time. I'm told they'll tax my Social Security benefit possibly up to 85 percent. I'm holding off applying until I know for sure. And I also have a small 401k that I don't plan on touching until I'm required to take minimum monthly distributions. I'm planning to retire at 63 and that's next year. Why will I be taxed so much? Well, it's it's
0: confusing, <laughs> like a lot of They could have just asked that question, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, but most people have a reasonable level of income. Uh, that, you know, you hear this like you're taxed at eighty five percent, and obviously that that does not mean. Although I have had people ask me, it doesn't mean you're paying eighty five percent in taxes on your social security. Well, I hope it not. means that eighty five percent of your social security is counted as income. And that goes on your tax return, right? Mm-hmm. So the tax rate that you pay on your social, on your Social Security, you know, may be much much less, right? So, uh, and for most couples out there, you know, if you are, you know, most people are in the twelve or the twenty two percent tax bracket for married people. That's up to ninety grand for the twelve percent bracket and and uh, one hundred ninety grand for the twenty two percent bracket. So. And then you got to pay your state, um, your state tax. But, um, you know, the the amount of taxation you pay overall, usually unless your income is substantially above a couple hundred grand, the overall percentage of federal taxes that you pay, uh, particularly if you're a couple, um, but also for single people is not so high. Well, and in fact, it's never been lower. So, um you know, i don't mean to say you don't you know don't don't be worried at all but it's mm-hmm. it's 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 about as good as it can get what i'm afraid of is these tax cuts that are expiring unwinding so. at the end of 2025 yeah. they're going to raise all the taxes on us and mm-hmm. it doesn't really seem like you know washington's going to have itself in some kind of order to uh, <laughs> stop that right <laughs> yeah so, right <laughs> Yeah, that means uh, like coordination and party cooperation and and all that, which is not a not a common thing down there.
2: Were you just speaking I, in another language? I didn't hear any, th- would
0: understand anything <laughs> you just said. <laughs> like, oh my gosh! Uh, Russ, what? You're saying Washington uh, is not well organized and on the ball? <laughs> like you're so so insightful. Uh,
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, uh, Meredith, thanks for the question, and hopefully you will schedule to come in and talk with Russ and the team, Lisa and Robin. I'm sixty. My wife is 61. I plan to start drawing next year Social Security. I was going to wait till full retirement age, but have seen too many people die and get nothing. Now, if I start drawing, what is the best option for my wife? Early, uh, full retirement age, or 70? I still work full-time, self-employed, so my monthly benefits should increase slightly.
0: Well, yeah, and I— and, um... You know, I, I, we talk about this with clients sometimes, and sometimes it's it's not to be morbid or, or to, you know, make light of things. But, you know, if you do die at 64, I don't think your last thought is going to be like, oh, darn, I really should have started Social Security, right? <laughs> I mean, I think right. you're going to have other things on your mind. So I really think that if you are healthy uh, and your spouse is healthier, if you're solo, uh, you know, look at sort of lifespan indicators and i think what we're more interested in is uh, you know worrying about dying young and not getting enough social security like you're not going to be here to worry about that if it happens on the other hand if you are here on this earth and you're still 95 then that is something actually you're going to be alive to worry about and make sure that you have enough money and to me that's you know i say this uh it's important uh, you know, the most important element of financial planning, number one is, and not everyone needs to worry about this, but is if I'm 95 and I'm still here, where's my where's my money coming from no matter what? Mm-hmm. Right. That's important. We answer that question when people come in for complimentary consultations and second opinions. Let's off, let's offer that chance, Dave, to the next five cars that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement.
2: And at no cost, no obligation for this comprehensive review, 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000, 617-674-2000. Coming up, more retirement mistakes to avoid. As president of Hackman Wealth Partners. This is the Wall Street Sweeper, sweeping away the clutter of Wall Street, sweeping away any potential financial clutter in your life. That's the mission and the goal of Russ and the team at Hackman Wealth Partners. Russ, president of this firm. I'm Dave Perkins. We're going to get to some more uh, potential mistakes in your retirement process and things to consider. But first, you know, as we've talked so much and Russ has talked about the inflation and the market volatility, things like that that we've experienced, we have one of our features on the show is 3 through the years and sometimes russ takes us back to the 70s and some things sound familiar when we hear those
4: through the years let's take a trip back in time back in time the year is 1974 president richard nixon resigns from office on the 9th of august that year he had been facing near certain impeachment and conviction by the u.s congress after his involvement in the watergate scandal I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. Vice President Ford will be sworn in as president at that hour in this office. October 30th, the much-hyped boxing match between George Foreman and Muhammad Ali for Ali to regain his heavyweight title takes place in Zaire. They called it the Rumble in the Jungle. Ali defeated Foreman by knockout in the eighth round, becoming only the second former heavyweight champion to regain his title. King, a 26-year-old author, published his debut novel, Carrie, during April of that year. Now, Carrie was actually his fourth novel that King had written, but it was the first to be published that helped launch his prolific career. Also that year, remember waiting on long gas lines? Well, in February, if you look up this hill, we had lines that used to start 4 o'clock in the morning, and as far as the eye could see, there was a never-ending line of automobiles. And they would just stand on the islands for three, four Five hours until you ran out of gasoline. To combat that, the United States imposed a 55 mile an hour speed limit across the entire country. Inflation continues to spiral out of control that year, reaching 11.3% in the U.S. Big movies that year The Sting, starring Robert Redford and Paul Newman. One of the scariest movies of all time The Exorcist, Mel Brooks' Blazing Saddles, and Godfather 2. Do you know what she did? Oh, my God. Your canting daughter! Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> my father taught me many things. Oh, he taught me keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. And on TV that year, we enjoyed watching the Waltons, Kojak, and the six million dollar man. Good
3: night, Mama. Good
4: night, Ben. Good night, everyone.
3: Good night, Mama. Good night, Daddy.
4: Good night, children.
2: Hey, fish. Who loves you, baby? We can rebuild him.
4: (laughs) We have the technology. We have the capability to make the world's first bionic man. So remember to say goodnight to everyone and who loves you, baby, and let's get back to the present. We've now arrived safely back in the
0: present. We hope you enjoyed your trip. Here's to a smooth ride into retirement.
2: I remember everything there, and the energy crisis or the Arab oil embargo he talked about and going to that stupid new speed limit back then of 55. Plus, we went to daylight savings time
0: early that year. Oh, I see. Okay, I don't remember that, but... uh I mean, wh- one of the things that's interesting about—I mean, there was there was some funny stuff in there, too, but we, had, since we're on the topic of oil, mm-hmm. you know, U.S. oil production, this is a good thing, uh, it is really been rising because of—people have heard of shale, um, you know, which does have some envir- environmental concerns. impacts, which, yeah. you know, concerns some people, but, you know, the reality is that— uh, even with Putin and all of this stuff going on, that actually if people have been looking at the gas prices at the pump, they're really not that bad as compared to they've been at other times. And Mm -hmm. a lot of that has to do with uh, oil production, primarily uh, in uh, Texas, Oklahoma, uh, and other areas. I was reading that. It's
2: really ramped up here. I was just reading that So the
0: U.S. is now a net energy exporter – is supplying a lot of the natural gas that um, that is uh, helping Europe because Putin cut them off. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of that's been uh, a windfall for the U.S. energy sector, drive some of the dividends uh, that are in some of uh, the juicy dividend stock portfolios that you can use sometimes. So that's you know, that's been nice to see. I mean, just just touching on a couple of, I mean, the blazing saddles i mean i don't even know if you could air that now it's so politically incorrect i doubt you could i doubt you could Uh, and um you know there was some there were some gems in there but kind of
2: like with all in the family which was big that year in 74 norman lear just passed away but you know the thing is a lot of people wouldn't realize that he was being ironic with that show
0: right exactly and there were you know obviously characters of all races in these shows and uh right i think um you know we're not going to get further into that subject no we don't need to but
2: actually we did have some more things and i like what you put together here some things that you, you really need to consider so you do have a stable retirement and actually a lot of these things you and the team need to ask questions of people to find out if they're ready to retire and one of those russ is debt do you have debt
0: bad debt well, right. I mean, there there are people we have people with, you know, who are who are doing a decent job of saving that still still have a decent amount of credit card debt. It's also a key part of financial planning to figure out, like, do I retire my mortgage? Do I, um, you know, do I continue to pay the mortgage over time? What happens if I move now? Because interest rates are really high. You know, there's a lot of interesting questions out there as it pertains to we're kind of on this subject uh, still for, you know, things that we see that people don't take account of or, or sort of planning mistakes you got to account for, you know, rising healthcare costs, you know, these Medicare, uh, supplement plans are getting more and more expensive and there's a lot of -of out-of-pocket costs. So it's important to figure out how to take those into account. Uh, we work with some Medicare specialists that are really good at uh, helping clients out Mm -hmm. and, um, You know, kind of other items that are important, Uh, you know, they're going to form part of sort of our New Year's resolutions here. But uh, some of the good old stuff, like making sure you're not paying too much in fees and expenses, making sure your investments are underperforming, are performing correctly, making sure your asset allocation uh, is correct. And we do all of those things, uh, portfolio X-ray, future tax liability estimate, risk assessment assessment so on and so forth, when folks come in for one of our complimentary uh, consultations and second opinions. And so it's a good time to offer, Dave, that opportunity to the next five callers that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement to get on our January or February calendars. uh, We saw a a great many people this year and uh, some became clients and everyone's our friend. And we're glad we're glad for it. And we're looking forward to the same in 2024
2: and a great educational experience here too into the next five at no cost no obligation 617-674-2000 617-674-2000 617-674-2000 coming up russ takes us through a couple of client case studies holidays from russ hackman and the team at hackman wealth partners every week right here sweeping away the clutter of wall street information that we really need in our financial lives and especially if we're nearing retirement russ is president of hackman wealth partners and russ 25 years in the financial arena you know he and claire and jack share with us uh their wisdom their experience but also uh, their workings with other people case studies we can relate to and russ you said you had a couple of case studies uh, that could help provide a good picture on how planning is altered with markets up so much. So I'm interested in hearing that.
0: Yeah, it's interesting that, you know, the kind of, you know, the ways that you that you think about getting the right plan in place uh, and pivoting, it's always it's always, you know, the right time to get the right plan in place is always yesterday Right. Yeah. And that, and, that, and that is true, right. whether you uh, whether the markets are down or up and but the way we implement planning and the right kind of planning changes depending on, you know, what's going on in the markets. And so, um, you know, there's a there's a couple opportunities that, that have been afforded by the rebound and what's going on. There's also a couple challenges that are presented by markets, markets being up, particularly on the tax side. That I'm gonna talk about so um, I'm thinking of uh, a couple different families uh, we started working with in the last couple months they had done a great job saving two and a half million dollars or more but what I'm saying really applies to anyone with a million or more and you know I'm constantly saying we you know we work with people from 1 million to 10 million or even more and uh, you know sometimes the people with with you know less say well what do those people have to worry about who have more and it's you know is there somebody famous who said famous rappers said more money more problems yeah right? that was um, biggie <laughs> yeah exactly okay. notorious big when you now we're at this opportunity i was talking earlier in the show about the markets have done a complete u turn in a way that is you know, kind of sobering in the sense that, you know, you want to look at this year and say, well, gee, the you know, the S P's up twenty five percent, and you know, the Nasdaq's up forty percent, even, you know, the Dow's up twelve, thirteen percent. And then you look over the last two years and you're like, well, all they did was kind of make back what they lost in twenty twenty two, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, that's a kind of a bummer. And 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 in in a sense, and again, it kind of makes you feel like you just took a You know, you had a long night out at the casino where you were, you were down and then you were up, but (laughs) I guess it's a good night in the casino when you walk out with the same amount that you had in your pocket, right? But excellent night. (laughs) Maybe a couple of free drinks, (laughs) right? right? But, uh, you know, it's not a fun way to, you know, run your own financial life, right? So, and and moreover, if we take a look at the bond funds in, in everyone's portfolios, which, You know, if you look inside a reminder, you know, pull out your statements, look at your portfolio. If you are with a big box firm, you know, any large firm, really, you're most likely going to have a portfolio of stock funds and bond funds. And those bond funds are still down from the beginning of of twenty twenty two they're still down, you know, 14, 15, some are down 25%, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think if if some people are going, well, Russ, you said that markets have come back, but my statement is not back to where it was at the end of 2021. The reason why is the thing that was supposed to be safe and help you out when the markets are super volatile, your bonds actually have lost money and now your stock's made back everything they lost, right? So- That's kind of exasperating. Mm -hmm. Right. So the question is, is, now, how do you approach planning now that you're back uh, at these uh, at these peaks? And in these two cases I'm thinking of, both couples were in their early 60s and retired relatively early. And we're thinking about, again, with about two and a half million dollars each saying, hey, Russ, okay, now how do we implement now we we're fortunate enough that while we've been working on this and thinking about it, the markets have been swinging back up. So how do we think about implementing a plan now? And for them, it was about um, – and, and this rebound, I think, allows all of us to say, hey, if I, if I went back to January of 2022, how do I wish my portfolio had been set up differently Right. And I don't think anyone's allowed to say, well, I don't think I should have made." You know, it was just perfect. I mean, uh, every no. portfolio needs improvement. <laughs> no right? way. Right. I, you know, I really do think so. Even, you know, even my own. And I think for many people, you know, let's talk about the things that trip people up. Too much stock market risk. Remember, the market went down 20 ish percent, 25% or so It at the lows. I'm talking about the S&P October of uh, 2022 has rebounded, but that was a Category 2 storm. If the market had continued down and gotten into a Category 5 storm, what would that have done to you? So that's what we did with these two couples. Said, take your stock market exposure, listen to Warren Buffett who says, hey, or just look at history, markets can drop in half during those category five storms and in each of these cases like gee if that happens we're gonna lose over a million dollars right and i don't care if you have eight million dollars nobody wants to lose a million dollars in retirement or two million dollars right unacceptable so for these couples it's about okay we wish we had de-risked earlier now the market's swung back up let's de-risk now and i've been talking about uh You know, we try not to get too product specific, but I have been talking about, you know, there's been great terms available on these principal protected low cost annuities. And again, I said the annuity word there, but uh, the low cost versions of them do belong in some portfolios, in my opinion, and allow you to lock in some of the gains that you got now and preserve, but still have the ability if the markets perform to make 10 percent or so a year. Now, all liquidities, all annuities rather, come with lots of, uh, they come with liquidity restrictions that are important. They come with, um, you know, relying on the financial strength of the insurance company and other things that are important. And, you know, before my lawyers start jumping at me. Hmm. And, um, but for these folks, good opportunity to de risk, still have market upside. Let's get rid of bonds as safe money. Don't like them. They didn't help us out, right? Other ways of having money safe and then starting to work on a tax plan. Um, a lot of people are coming into me saying, hey, my estate plan is not where I want it to be, and we can help people with that. We're not lawyers, but partner with lawyers. Uh, and then finally, you know, we need a partner for when we're getting older. So those are all the things that we've worked with with these recent couples, and we work with, frankly, with all of our clients, whether they're single or couples, and we have lots of each. A good time, Dave, to transition. Come in and see us, and now's a good chance to say, hey, how, how should my portfolio have been different? You know, hindsight 2020, and how should it be different? And how can I get on track to have the right amount of risk, the right amount of cash flow, a tax management plan? If my estate plan is out of date, fixing that Let's offer folks the opportunity to get on our calendar, Dave, the next five that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement.
2: 617-674-2000. 617-674-2000. we going to do a good job, Russ said earlier uh, in 2024, of tracking New Year's resolutions. That's straight ahead. the clutter of Wall Street and sweeping away the clutter in your financial life. It is the Wall Street sweeper, Russ Hackman and the team. That is their mission. And also for you who are nearing retirement. It, it can be and probably should be a different strategic ballgame. They'll talk to you about that. Russ Hackman talked to earlier in the show about doing, uh, being a little more serious in 2024 about not only stating resolutions we should all make, financial resolutions, but Russ, you said you're going to keep track through the year on that so
0: and <laughs> that's right. not a bad idea think, we should
2: do that with all the resolutions
0: well i think you know I'm, I'm 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 about the low-hanging fruit yeah there is hard work to do in some aspects of managing your financial life like if you're spending too much cutting spending like financial discipline like that that's hard right mm-hmm. um you know, there are resolutions that are hard to adopt, but there's resolutions that are easy to adopt that I don't want to make sure we're all keeping track of, right? Like let's not let the, you know, if you found a dollar bill on the ground, it's like, pick it up. Right. Yeah. And I want to make sure that we're doing a good job of that. Um, so some of the resolutions, I want to make sure everyone's thinking about these as we go into the new year and it really doesn't matter. You know, we, we have suggestions, whether you're, you know, 30, 40, or 80, or 90, or anywhere in between. But you know, number one is for everyone, I think this is the most low, low-hanging fruit that we find is please get a second opinion and someone to evaluate whether your returns and fees are right. Because I would say 99% of the statements I see, there is some improvement to be done there. I talk about the three layers of fees, right? what you're overtly being charged, what's inside the funds that you are in and what underperformance you may have and there is 99.9% there is some low hanging fruit there some some dollars or tens of dollars or even uh, There's a lot of times it's half a percent a percent you can save if you can save a percent on a million or 2 million and do it every year that is huge money right mm-hmm. that that is you know, one of the biggest things that you can do if you're still working, increasing those 401k contributions, evaluating, getting money into Roth plans, whether you're still working and can do that in your 401k or do some Roth conversions. If you're retired, if you're out there and close to or in retirement and you think you can't use Roth, that's incorrect. It's confusing a good chance to transition. Thank you, everyone, for uh, listening in here uh, during the Christmas holiday Uh, and uh, happy holidays to everyone. A good chance. Come in and see us and see where's the low-hanging fruit in my portfolio that I can use to improve things. Next five cars that have saved $500,000 or more for retirement.
2: And this is at no cost, no obligation. It's simply called to schedule with Russ and the team. They'd love to talk to you. The number 617-674-2000 617-674-2000 You'll be meeting at one of the offices around Boston, downtown Wakefield, Hingham, and Waltham. 617-674-2000 And as Russ said to you and your family, happy holidays. We're looking forward to another great year of conversation with Russ Hackman and the Wall Street Sweeper.
1: and may be subject to caps restrictions fees or surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuer. Agents receive payment in the form of commission and or other compensation such as a percentage of the organization's profits from selling an annuity from the insurance company. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all of our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV 2A item 4 for additional information.